Podcast. I am one of the few people who think the Patriots are actually going to be really good this year. Let's go! Oh, God. It's me. It's Kevin Wilder. Shocker! Surprise! All right, welcome in to this Saturday edition of the R. Bill Simmons podcast, Talking Peacock Game. So I didn't plan on doing this, but I've seen so many takes about Peacock over the course of the week, the weekend, on Twitter, on various websites, in person, friends, family, coworkers. Everybody is talking about this Peacock game. And pretty much everybody has the universal opinion that it's dreadful, it's terrible, they might not even pay the six bucks to watch it, even though everybody, of course, wants to watch it. These games probably will be getting 30 million plus viewers. Really interesting what's going on here. So what I wanted to do is tell the audience... And for those of you new to the show, I work in the sports media industry, so I have at least some knowledge on this topic beyond the average rando online that's discussing it. We got to talk about why this makes a ton of sense for NBC, and it also, a little bit less sense, but it's a strategic benefit that will give information to the NFL and might be very beneficial to them in the long run. So we're going to get into both of those. And so you can quit complaining about this game on Peacock because it actually makes a lot of sense. Okay. So number one streaming Netflix. This is the big streamer Netflix, a mature Netflix. They've been going at this thing for over a decade that's what all the other media companies are going for. And so two things to know about Netflix is, number one, far and away the earliest. They have the first mover advantage. That's massive because they had 20. I think they had about 30 million subscribers before they even made any content themselves. So that meant that they were able to get all those subs simply by renting out the content from the big media companies. The media companies liked it at the time. They got additional revenue, but now they're hurting from it, obviously, as cord cutting rips through their income statements, balance sheets, free cash flow. It's not good. Number two is that Netflix, they don't have a library, really. They don't have a huge studio, although it's growing significantly. When was the last Netflix big movie in theaters? They don't have it. They don't put it in theaters. When was the ne- the last big Netflix franchise? Not really. So Netflix, yes, there's the advantage of no nobody competing with them for years, basically. 
Hulu to an extent, Amazon Prime to an extent, but not nearly the, the money that Netflix was investing. And then the other side is that they, but they don't have, they don't own all this content. The, they, they won in the beginning from rent, renting content from the IP owners, the library owners. And so once Netflix was rocking and rolling for years, then all the other big media companies said, hey, we, we enabled Netflix to be built up to what they're built up to today. Let's let's go all in. Let's fucking dive in and let's build streamers and everybody can can stream together and everybody's going to get hundreds of millions of subs worldwide and everybody's going to be rich and Wall Street cheered them on and it was it was all fantastic for a couple years there. Now, we also have to remember this. So let's look at Netflix 2023 financials. They're going to generate about 6 billion plus of free cash flow. Now, part of that is due to the strike. So they might not do as much next year or they won't grow from as much as they did from uh 2022 a couple billion to the 6 and a half, 7 billion, 6 billion, whatever it's going to end up for for 2023, but that's that's a great business, right? If you can generate six and a half billion dollars of free cash flow, that's the purest form of earnings, right? There's adjusted EBITDA that people call out, that but that's earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. At least in my opinion, the the free cash flow, which is the cash from operations minus out capital expenditures, that's your go-to. That's actually how much cash. The business is generating Netflix six and a half billion. So you go, okay, any of these companies out there that can generate that much, that'd be great. Right now, what's happening? Disney isn't generating that much cash flow. Warner Brothers Discovery isn't, NBC isn't, Paramount isn't. So it'd be nice if they could. But Netflix is the only streamer that's even in that ballpark. The only other streaming company or a company that has streaming that's even close to $6 billion is Warner Brothers Discovery, which is a little bit above positive. So, so now let's, let's rewind back to how did Netflix get into this position in the first place? I already talked first mover advantage, but second, Wall Street supported them. Netflix burned about $3 billion each year from 2018 and 2019. And they were burning a couple billion before then for a few years. In all, Netflix racked up about $15 billion of debt. And they did this. There's a lot of – there was Quibi out there that tried to do VC. But, but Netflix, there's basically three ways for a company to fundraise. You can do private equity, venture capital, usually when the company is pretty young. You can then do IPO. And then in, in both those types of investing – the company is selling a piece of itself and then the the new owners get a piece of that and in exchange give the company money so that's what an initial public offering is you sell you know you, you sell 10% of the company at a 20 billion dollar valuation the company gets 2 billion dollars they can do what they see fit with the 2 billion so netflix was supported to about the tune of 15 billion in terms of debt and why were they able to do that? Because the market loved all these subs. Every single quarter, Netflix is adding 
five, six, seven, eight million subs. Then they're raising prices on those subs too. For a while there, Netflix is is growing revenue 30, 40% a year. That's incredible. That's a huge deal. And it didn't matter that they were burning all that cash. So then Netflix in 2019 burns $3 billion of cash. That was just about the time that all the other big media companies said, let's get into streaming ourselves. And Wall Street supported <clears throat> Netflix burning $3 billion of cash. We could do that too. And so now we get to phase two of this equation here. Okay. Disney, at its peak, $6 billion annual loss in streaming. Paramount Plus, at its peak, $2 billion annual loss in streaming. HBO Max, which I'll include, that's Max now, but include Discovery with it, Discovery Plus, what have you. The company merged over the last couple of years. But HBO proper, HBO video provider, HBO in 2015, was making 2 to $2.5 billion of free cash flow a year because they were they were generating i think it was 30 35 million subs at the $15 a month and then they were spending about two after they after marketing and content they got 2 to 2 and a half billion dollars when AT&T bought Time Warner and then they changed to Warner Media of course and then Discovery and Warner Media merged and became Warner Brothers Discovery the peak streaming loss was $2.5 a year. So everybody's following in Netflix's footsteps, right? Everybody is. And Peacock, which we're talking about today, they're going to lose about $3 billion in 2023 building the streaming service. And these losses are not one year only. You build up to the losses and then you come back down. So there's an apex mountain of losses. So if you lost three billion, maybe you do one, two, three, two, one. So over the course, that would be three, five, seven, eight, nine. It could be ten billion dollars, call it. That's a pretty sizable investment. And so that's what makes it so wild that it max is not even back to what HBO was making in 2015 after all that investment. And now granted. HBO was in the cable TV bundle that has declined from over a hundred million subscribers to about 70 million. So, and the, and the streaming market's gotten up there. That's the content market in general has gotten a lot more competitive. So would HBO be making as much money now? Probably not, but they probably would, be, would still be positive. And that just occurred at max. So the point here is all these streaming services are hugely in the red. But the second point is that Wall Street said, oh, you guys got to get out of the red ASAP. The pandemic happened, streaming shot up, everybody was happy. But then 2022, 2023 happens, economy is weaker. You get interest rates rising to combat inflation. You have cord cutting accelerating even worse. So the media company earnings are much worse. And so all of a sudden – Damn, everybody's got to get streaming back. And so Disney's done this. HBO Max has done this. A lot of companies have done this. But let's isolate Peacock 
NBC for years said we're going to peak at about a $3 billion loss. 2023 is going to be about $3 billion. So Peacock is still being more aggressive in streaming than some of these other companies are. And part of that is due to there's two things that, that NBC has that other streamers don't have. Number one, they have theme parks, and theme parks are massively cash-generative positive. Theme parks are an amazing business. Once you build the park, you you just print cash if it's a good park. Disney does this too, but Disney had $6 billion of streaming losses, so they had a little bit of a tougher time. But NBC makes a lot of money from theme parks. So that's helping support Peacock and them still being more aggressive than other streamers pulling back. The other part is NBC's part of Comcast. And Comcast is the biggest cable company in the country. Everybody listening knows that because everybody's dealt with Comcast from time to time. And so what that means is even though cable is pulling back a little bit now because of all the video losses first and then now really it's the broadband, Comcast is losing broadband subscribers for the first time in decades because there's a bunch of new competition, primarily from the wireless companies that are now offering wireless uh, home broadband. T-Mobile and Verizon are getting tons of subscribers, and they're taking them from cable. And all of a sudden, all of the telecom companies, for a variety of reasons, went out and started building a bunch of fiber at the home. So if you're listening now, there's a good chance that you have some new competition for broad broadband in your area. Broadband being internet being the way you're accessing uh, the internet at your house, the Wi-Fi, And so where I'm going with that is NBC has the ability to, to, to be a little bit more aggressive because they've got the backing of the big Comcast, this massive company printing cash, very good balance sheet, robust balance sheet, tons of cash flow, low leverage, a credit rating. This is all positive for Comcast and NBC. And so what has this developed into? Why does this all connect back to Peacock having this NFL game? Because they spent the money for it. They spent $110 million on this game. Obviously, they're going to spend money in marketing to market the game. But what is it going to do? It's going to get millions of people to subscribe. Without a doubt. Without, I mean, the top people, the top games in the playoffs, 20, 30 million, 30 million people watching it, okay? The the top NFL Sunday, it's a Fox 430 game between Dallas and the 49ers can get 30 million people. So we don't know exactly how many people. Are, would have watched this Saturday night game were it not on Peacock. But we, I think we can safely assume it's probably a 20 to 30 million people watching it. And that's just incredible. That's just incredible that the NFL is that popular that it's going to get all those people. You never, you never see stuff like that. And the NBA... The NBA Finals, that gets 13 million, 15 million. MLB World Series, 11 million, 9 million. 
So these first-round games are drawing so much more. Last year, the six games of this wildcard round, 28 million viewers on average. 2022, 30 million viewers on average. And the top one last year was 33 million Giants and Vikings. And then let's go back to last year. So I talked about the regular season was more like 30 million for Niners Cowboys. 41.5 million watched Niners Cowboys wildcard 2022. Fucking incredible. Fucking incredible. So obviously tons of people are going to be signing up for Peacock. And Peacock, I believe, has between 25 to 30 million subs. I think it's got 27 million subs, if I have that right. Which, what does Netflix have? They got 75 million in the U.S. So obviously Netflix is positioned so much better because if Netflix has 75 million subs and they've got a $15 average revenue per user ARPU. That's a lot of, that's a lot of, that's a big chunk of change to, to only spend in the U S and Netflix has, man, I forget off the top of my head, but I think they got over 200 million subs worldwide. Not all of those are high margin, high average revenue per user, but they got a lot. Um, okay. So I'm, I'm confirming here last quarter, uh, Peacock got over 30 million, but 30 million subs at roughly $10 average revenue per user. Netflix in the US, 75 million subs, $15 average revenue per user. So it's it's a self-fulfilling prophecy here. If if Netflix has got 75 times 15, they can outbid Peacock for everything. If they want to, they could have done it for the NFL game if they wanted to. So the way that Peacock is going to win is going to get more subs. The way that they're going to do that is they're going to have to come up with moves like this, which is a pretty big penny for a game. It's it's no joke. 110 million is absolutely no joke. But they're going to get so many subscribers. And yes, a lot of them will do one month. Okay? A lot of them will do one month. And you know what? That's part of that's part of the game. That they know that. They knew it when they started it. They knew that. A lot of people would do one month and go. They knew that a lot of people wouldn't even want to sign up, and there'd be a lot of complaining. They, they all knew that. They they knew that when they did this, people would be angry because out of 120, let's call it, out of 130 households in the U.S., only twenty, only 30 million have Peacock. Versus versus all those 120 million, they got asked. They got access to the broadband. That they they got access to the broadcast broadcast networks that have uh, this game normally, so they knew they knew people were going to be pissed. But think of that: they have thirty million subscribers. The average game gets thirty million viewers. They're going to get so many more subscribers, and the the entire point here is you get the subs, and the idea is they then then they buy Peacock. And then they have it for a month. So then they go, oh, what else is in here? Oh, oh, The Office. Wow. The Office is in here. I haven't watched that since 
It was on Netflix three years ago. Oh, Parks and Rec. Same thing. Haven't watched it for years. The Office was the number one viewed show on Netflix. According to Nielsen ratings, they have ratings every single week. The number one show by far on Netflix. And now it, it never shows up in the top tens. The list that we knew it was number one on. It never shows up in there. And that's because it's on Peacock. So not as many people are watching. Did you know that Suits was on Peacock prior to Netflix? But it took off on Netflix. And it's because so many more people have Netflix. And the people that have Netflix watch it more. So I'm not going to say it's a Hail Mary, but just these massive types of moves, these expensive moves, these are the type of moves that a streaming service needs to make in 2024 to win. NBC is playing to win. This is a major investment. It's probably at least 150. Maybe it's 200 million. When it's all said and done, it's 200 million for one game. But you know what that's going to do? It's instant, proven, guaranteed customer acquisition. Incredible. A great move for Peacock. I know that people are mad at them, but hey, the NFL chose to sell it to them. So amazing move for Peacock. They can jump over some other streamers, potentially, if, if enough people sign up, because they, they ponied up the money. Think about this too. What's the better investment? Netflix $200 million, The Gray Man? HBO Max, a $200 million HBO show that, I don't know, maybe is mediocre? The we What was that The Weeknd show? I wonder how much that cost. Uh, Param <coughs> Paramount Plus. How much did the Taylor Sheridan shows cost? A lot of money. Yellowstone and the spinoffs are costing a lot of money. What's the better investment? A few of those shows, maybe those those are seventy five, two hundred. So what's the, what's the better investment? One season of Yellowstone, or a prequel, or the NFL game? Because I don't I don't think thirty million people are watching the prequels of Yellowstone, but Paramount's paying a lot of money for them. What else do we got? We got Disney. What what's what's the better investment here? A Mandalorian season? Yeah, the first one was great. But these Marvel and Star Wars series are, are costing $100 million a pop. So what's the better investment? I think the NFL game. I think when you look at the NFL game versus some of these other investments, yes, if you can build a series or movie that people love and it can be a franchise, great. But that's risky. NFL game is proven. So I expect Peacock to get many new subs. I expect plenty of them will quit. After one month, plenty of them will stay, and I will update you guys on the next earnings call and the next two earnings calls from Comcast because they'll talk about this in their next earnings call, and then we'll get the numbers in the one after that, although they might even give us the numbers uh, on the next one about how many people signed up, and we will get the ratings for this too. So I think $200 million, even if it's, even if it's a complete failure – 200 million total and 110 just for the game. That is worth it, in my opinion, to see if this works. Okay, NFL. Why is the NFL doing this? The easy answer is money. Okay, boom, 110 million more. NFL got more money. 
great. They have more games on Wild Card Weekend and a lot of media want them. But I actually don't think that's the right answer here. And you're going to say, wait, try. What's going on? What? What? The the uh, and, and here's why. Because, number one, a lot of other broadcast networks would have paid a lot of money for that game. ABC would have loved this game. NBC proper could have the game. So could any, you know, so could uh, Fox. Fox would have loved this game. Remember when Troy Aikman complained that one time when Fox didn't pony up the money for uh, for the Dallas Cowboys game? One wild card weekend. So maybe it wouldn't have been 110, but maybe it would have been 60 or 70 from a broadcast network. And so because because you got to combat it against the advertising revenue you can make, which is a lot. And then also it, it just helps the network in general apply uh, higher fees the next time they negotiate. So that's that's part of it. But then, but let's so so there's not a huge money issue. And then even beyond that, the NFL is getting, I believe it's over. I believe the NFL is getting over twelve billion dollars a year on their TV rights contracts. So you're looking at that going, do they really fucking care about a hundred million? And it's not one hundred and ten million. It's more like thirty to forty million because that game would have been sold to their other partners. So it's like four. So basically, if you think this is about money. You're saying the NFL gets paid $12 billion a year, but you you think they care about $40 million. And that's not right. That is not right. Here is the true reason for that. It's because they want information on a variety of fronts, but they want information and they want better and stronger partners for the long run. What do I mean by that? Okay, number one, information. They know what this game would have gotten roughly the ratings I'm talking about. It would it, let's call it between 25 to 35 million. That's the range of what the game would be if it were not for Peacock. Now, who the hell knows? It's a Chiefs game. Maybe there's five million Taylor Swift fans that all of a sudden want to buy it. Oh my goodness, that would be hilarious. If it got even higher ratings, but they need to find that out. They need to find out if maybe it's off by a couple million, maybe it's off by five, 10, 15, who knows? They're going to get really good information about that. And then that informs them of, can I do this again? Can I sell more games to streamers going forward? Can I put it on its own NFL streaming service, right? Does that make sense one day? Maybe even thinking about what what would a pay-per-view type of event be because this is essentially a $6 pay-per-view. A lot of people are only going to sign up for Peacock for the game and they're literally never going to fucking touch the app again. And I'm not going to do that because I I will not be doing that. I'm going to sign up for it. I'm going to say, you know what? The the six bucks, or I might even pay, I might even pay the 12 bucks and I'll get commercial free parks and rec in the office and I'll pop that on. I haven't watched either of those in a while. So that could be kind of fun. I think to me, season two of the office and season three of parks and rec are two of the most epic seasons in television history. And I, I contend that season two of the office is it, that 
season two of The Office might be the best season out of any TV show in history. It's that good. It's that fucking good. It's incredible. So I, I will be doing that. I think other people will do that too. Not everybody, but a lot of people. And then here, here's number two. And I think that if you get one thing out of this podcast, this is what you need to get out of this podcast. What I'm about to say right here. The NFL has a great media deal in place right now. It's not going to be a guarantee that continues in the future. Yes, the NFL is getting $30 million on average for Wild Card Weekend. Probably 35 to 40 next weekend, $50 million plus. The championship game is $100 million plus Super Bowl. Incredible. But as the NBA is finding out, the media ecosystem is weaker than it used to be. And so what kind of bidders are going to be out there for NFL content 10 years from now? Yes, they can pay the money now, but if cable TV loses another 25 million subscribers in the next seven years, the next NFL deal is going to be a little bit tougher, like the NBA is finding right now. It's just there's not as much money going around in linear TV. And the NFL loves the broadcast TV because it's the most reach. Historically, that's treated the NFL so well. And so what the NFL wants is they want a bit of a hedge on the decline of the bundle because they can see what everybody else is seeing and they're saying, wow, I don't know how much we can get from the cable TV ecosystem 10 years from now. We're not sure. And so if it declines like that, what the NFL, the worst case for the NFL is broadcast networks and cable TV networks and ESPN can't pay as much for sports rights. And all of a sudden, who are the only bidders out there? It's Amazon. It's Google. Maybe it's Netflix. Maybe it's Apple, but it's not that many. All of a sudden, all those packages you get Thursday night, Sunday, afternoon. Basically, you have two Sunday packages. So you have Thursday night, Sunday NFC, Sunday AFC, Sunday night, Monday night, and NFL Sunday ticket. There's six packages. You typically want more bidders than you do packages. At least you want a similar amount, and then if you lose it, it's going to be devastating for your business. The problem is if a lot of these companies cease to exist, Paramount could cease to exist, could be bought by somebody, or they're just going to have a lot less money. They're not going to be able to pay the NFL as much money, and that's going to be a problem. And so what the NFL is doing is they're they're looking at this problem years in advance and they're going, let's just see what happens on Peacock. Let's just potentially prepare the fans for more games going on streamers. And let's build up Peacock. Let's build up Amazon. Let's build up Google. The NFL games, they're on Paramount+. Plus. Maybe we'll see Paramount Plus get an NFL game soon, but 
if the NFL can build up Peacock, because it's not built up right now, it's losing $3 billion, it's only got 30 million subs, and it's got a $10 average revenue per user. If NBC wants to eventually be aggressively bidding for not just a one-time $100 million thing, they probably want 50 million to 60 million subs at a $15 million at a $15 ARPU to challenge Netflix. And so if I'm the NFL, I say I I want Peacock to grow into the best possible streamer making a ton of money because then Peacock can pay me more money. Then Peacock and NBC together can pay me a ton of money 10 years from now. And I want to find that out. I want to start building that now. And so what I would think happens is if this game is successful, you're going to see more of these. You're going to see, hey, maybe Apple TV gets one. Maybe Disney Plus Hulu gets one. Maybe Max gets one. Maybe and the list goes on and on and on. What the NFL wants is in 2030 – in 2030 – and let's bring it back around. Let's bring it home. Let's land the plane. In 2030, the NFL wants six Netflixes. That would be the best-case scenario for them. They want bidders with robust earnings making several million dollars of cash a year at least to say NFL is the fucking greatest content that world history has ever seen. And we want that on our platform because it's going to get tens of millions of viewers. It's going to get all those subs. People are going to fucking love it. The NFL wants the strongest possible streamers because if that occurs, then it almost doesn't even matter what happens to broadcast TV. Everybody knows broadcast TV is in decline. Everybody knows cable TV is in massive decline. Everybody knows this. The NFL is being smart about it, and they're planning for their future seven to ten years from now today. And that is ultimately the biggest reason. The NFL doesn't fucking care about $40 million. So anybody telling you that, it's nonsense. It, it's, it's, they're not being greedy today. The NFL is being greedy 10 years from now. So, yes, if you want to call the NFL greedy, go for it. I don't call it greediness. I call it long-term strategic business planning. That's what I call it because this game alone, there's going to be people a decade from now that have Peacock because of this game tonight. And that's ultimately why the NFL is doing this. They want stronger streamers. They know their content's amazing. They build up the streamers to be able to bid on their content 10 years from now and pay them a ton of money. Secondarily, they get data input. They can do this in the future, and maybe even they do it themselves one day if they feel like that's a better alternative and more money for them to have a, their own streaming service versus the other bidders. I don't think we're anywhere close to that, but it's still good to have in your back pocket in case – you're negotiating and everybody across the table is saying, hey, we're not going to pay you as much as we thought, as you thought. And then the NFL goes, well, fuck you guys. I'm bringing it all, all inside and you got nothing. We're putting it on our own service. So 
that can be used as negotiating tactic to get a better deal. So that's why it's going on. And I think it's going to be fascinating to see what the ratings are for this one. I'm so pumped. I'll be getting Peacock. I'm curious of the vibe. I didn't get Peacock for the last game because it wasn't that important. Whatever. Chargers, that Chargers game, didn't care. I do care about this one. I want to see Patrick Mahomes. I want to see Tua going at it. I want to see the fucking hilarious cold. Of course, I want to see that. So I'm going to buy it. So I say to everybody out there, now you know why it's going on. Quit your bitching. Quit your complaining. Pay the six bucks. Watch the game. Enjoy a little office. Enjoy a little Parks and Rec. Enjoy some movies on Peacock. And then once you do that, you can decide if you want Peacock for future months or not. So with that, Tribe is out of here. About to watch the games. I'm fucking pumped. Cheers to everybody having a good weekend. And we will be back on this feed very shortly. Cheers.